Welcome to Commagers. I'm Brian Costello. I'm Jim DeSanto. I'm Katie. And today we are discussing an Apple TV Plus, which I had to check like five or six times what the actual name of this yeah, it's is. An an unfortunate Apple TV, Apple TV naming Plus. Because there's a convention. difference, right, between oh. Apple TV and Apple TV. Well, Plus. Apple TV is a device. Just a device. And okay. Apple TV Plus is, is the, the streaming TV. service. I yes. See. This is that's more confusing than anything in this movie. This movie isn't confusing at all. It's fabulous. But the name of the streaming service yes. it's on is very confusing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're going to be talking about one of their original films, the Oscar nominated Coda. But first, as always, we ask the most pressing question of every episode. What does everybody have to drink for this episode? Uh, peach and honey. Aha for me. Aha. Ooh. Aha. Each mm-hmm. week is an interesting flavor. New flavor. I, think, yeah. I have some of that in my wine spritzer. Oh. oh. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm, a little I white wine spritzer the, the tonight. It's feeling, now, did you just take feeling like that I'm on the from cape. Jim without asking, or did you like... Oh, we're allowed to share in the spritzers, the, the seltzers. Yeah, I I don't drink them at as high a quantity as Jim. No, I can imagine. Like, did you get your own seltzer? Or oh, did no. you just no, take no, some no. of just, Jim's no, we buy a bunch. and he just poured? No, no, oh, I mean, like, I opened one earlier like, for take, my first okay, seltzer and Jim finished I, that I one. So I just opened a new one. Yeah. Okay, I want to make sure that was. Yeah, we don't let any of the seltzers go unconsumed. There's no wounded seltzer soldiers. Yeah, it turns out if you just leave a seltzer, it just turns into regular water. Water, yeah. Hey. There it's you the go. safest salt, wounded soldier salt, to drink. Salt, salt, salt <laughs> it's just water. A lot of problems. You're fine. <laughs> uh, I just have a Miller Lite this week. I was going to, I was about to go up uh, to the store and purchase some beer from Gloucester, which ah. is the setting of this, because they have some fabulous breweries there. Unfortunately, something hit the power line in the uh-huh. the beer store was not open. Um, so I feel I, like I, Miller Lite's a good beer to drink on a boat. Yeah. Feels like I a good so. boat beer. Be a good fishing yep. one. Yeah, absolutely. I, there great. is something. I mean, I haven't had a real beer in years and years, but the memory of a cold Miller Lite on a hot ice summer cold. day. Ice cold Miller Lite on a hot ice summer cold. day. What about mm. this? Ice cold. Mm. Tell me. I know Katie's favorite beer situation. Tell me. I know. Phillies. Yes. Aluminum bottle. Yes. Bud Light Lime. Absolutely. Out of the yes. ice. It's the now to be fair. Best. It's one of my favorite flavors. My, my, one yes. of my favorite um, experiences. The ballpark. There's something about it. Yes. I don't when do the I hot do. dog in the ballpark oh, thing. Oh, look at, look no, at like, that. I do the I aluminum. Like that. So is that, what is that? From, this, is, I, this is some kind of series by somebody who I guess is important in the world. Oh. Some sort of artist or something. No idea. Love but it. Just but my point is I now purchase because I do. I think the best way I have is ice cold. Love. You get the aluminum. Love it. Love the aluminum bottle. Put it, put it in the freezer. So cold you can't taste it. Ice cold. That's right. Yep. <laughs> tastes like that seltzer when you leave it mm. on the counter for so two hours. Goes right down. Um, all right, it is time. Did you know that I can spell my name in American Sign Language? You can. Do you want to see? Yep. Really useful talent for a podcast. I, I'm well. She's just just so listening for the folks I'll, who are I'll, watching. I'll, just, I'll, I'll describe it. You we should add some subtitles. Okay, so are you going to spell it? I'm assuming it's spelled the same way as your name. <laughs> That's okay. But just so oh, everyone else knows, That's she's I. just giving every, us the finger the whole time. The <laughs> All you listeners, there was she's a playing lot, a joke. I, I really it's enjoyed the joke. amount of cursing uh, in the uh, show. Yeah. The sign language Unlike cursing was fantastic. The amazing actress who played Ruby in this, Katie yeah. did not spend nine months 
extensively training no, in American but Sign I did Life. teach my students uh, the ASL alphabet recently. Oh, and I feel like cool. this movie taught me some really colorful language that yeah. I could yeah. teach them. Yeah. You're going to teach them how to say, I have herpes? Twat waffle. <laughs> that much, that much. <laughs> Shit nugget. Oh, well, let's save all these golden yeah. phrases. All right, it is time Red for... lobster claw. <laughs> oh my God, it was so good. All right, it's time for the rundown. Here we go. Let's do the rundown. I got it right today. My rundown Fabulous. is not funny in comparison. I feel like now I'm, the, the tone, the tone shifts well, here. You actually, tone shift. I think the rundown, honestly, is pretty important for this one. Pretty important because it's pretty, it's pretty I serious. Think that this is, even though it's been nominated for a lot of stuff. Yeah. I think this a, a lot of people, if you haven't seen this, have no idea what it's this true. is. Somebody tonight asked if this movie had to do with Led Zeppelin. Yeah, it does yeah. not. No, the, it does not. I, I don't think they've done. I don't know. I shouldn't blame them. They've done a great advertising. I just think because it's Apple plus TV, which is not Netflix. You don't see, yeah, you don't see those commercials everywhere. You just Apple don't TV see it everywhere. Plus. Yeah, we Whatever have seen the commercials called. and we That's were excited. All right, here we go. Ruby's dad says that she was never really a baby. I mean, of course she was actually a baby, but she grew up pretty fast as the only hearing member of her family. She puts in long days working on her family's fishing boat, surviving high school, and helping out whenever her parents need to communicate with the hearing world. When Ruby finds an outlet for her voice in the school choir and the dream of a possible life singing at Berkeley School of Music presents itself, Ruby has to make an impossible choice. Pursue her dream or protect her family. Yeah, I don't know if protect is the right word, but support. Uh, it's one, of the, it's one can, of the things I'm, she talks about. No, but I think that's only. a fair. I think we yeah. can get into that protect support because I think it's yeah. interchangeable. What she perceives she has to do right. versus what she right. might right. have right. to do yes. is there. Uh, all right. It is time for grade of the week on uh -huh. a scale of A plus through F. Mm. Where does Coda rank Katie? Uh, this movie's an A for me. It, this is, you know, this is like a Katie Hart song movie. Just gets right on in there for me. Jim, I'm gonna give it a B plus. All right, all right. Ooh, that, that's high. That's pretty good. Mm -hmm. Pretty that's good. That's a high grade yep. for you. Uh, Jim and I have been right in the same wheelhouse recently, but I'm going back to my higher grades than him. I'm with Katie. To me, it's an A. This is an A movie. Give it an A. And actually, I'll to give be it fair, an A. When Jim gives something a B plus, that's, that's pretty basically darn an A. close. That's, <laughs> that's like that that's really like hard high school plus. teacher who like hoped else, to get a B plus from. I, yeah. But I need to go to eleven. I need to be able to have one more. <laughs> Got to just reserve. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's fair. No, because <laughs> I think it's fair. I, I think. And the reason for that is like I will reserve my A for like something that I think is incredibly special across all facets of filmmaking. Mm -hmm. And this is incredibly special on so many, but I don't know that technically it's sure. it's like Yeah, this isn't like visually, changing the game in terms of cinema. But in other areas, yes. sound design and things like that, one hundred percent it is. Yeah. Well, Story, that, character, yeah. Okay, so that takes us right to it. All right, yep. third of we watch, we each picked, picked an Oscar movie, so I think we can roll all these into discussion of the Oscars. Yep. Yep. And Jim's point to kick it off, I think, is a really valid one. Mm. Going back to like last week's episode with West Side Story. I would love movie, also just to pull up. Yes. I'm so sorry. I want you to continue no. that question. But while we're talking about this, I want to just pull up so we have the ideas of like, what are, what are our Oscar noms for each of the categories? Oh, yeah. Because... 
the four movies we've actually watched four Oscar nominated movies. We watched Dune as well. Oh, five. Sorry, we did yeah. Macbeth too. Not, yes, which was not best picture, but no. Dune but I'm saying they're kind of yes, like all that's... over the place in the categories. Oh yeah, we've had a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So um, now ask your question. Just... Sorry. Okay. So my point is this: last week we saw West Side Story, mm-hmm. and to get to Jim's point, he just made everything about West Side Story technically from a film solely from a filmmaking perspective, the look, the design, the costuming, the lighting, all of that was packaged brilliantly. Mm -hmm. Like if you're just somebody who wants to see production design or cinematography, Coda maybe isn't to that level, though. I think it looks good and stuff like that, but there's nothing that's like blows you away with. Right. But the heart of this movie is to me, leaps in bad there's more to this emotionally than yep. west side story by a mile yeah. oh yeah i mean it's not even it's it's like not even close to me i was watching this i was like west side story and again west side i felt bad almost listening back because i felt like we maybe people did like west side story is still a very good movie yeah but west side story felt like something that looked and was packaged in a way and this was wasn't about the package. It was about like what was inside of it. Yeah. And it was just like this movie like resonated with me way more than West Side Story did. I agree. I yeah, I totally agree. It It is interesting just looking through, you know, like I'm I am. We've actually seen many more movies on the Oscar nomination list than than I'm realizing. We saw Tick, Tick, Boom. Yep. Um, I've seen Being the Ricardos. I've seen Lost Daughter. Um. Which I watched most of that, too. Yeah. So it's just interesting seeing, you know, what what gathered attention in each of the categories. You know, like, I agree with you, Brian. We talked about it. I don't know if I felt like West Side Story was a Best Picture nomination. You know, like that that got Best Picture and not Macbeth and not Tick, Tick, Boom. Like, I don't know. it, It didn't feel like it was that much more elevated to me than than those other movies um you know i wish i i wish there was a little bit more tick tick boom recognition (laughs) that that felt really powerful to me well well, it's interesting because tick tick boom kind of brings up a point like the 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 focal point for me of why this worked better than west side story yeah and that's the central character Uh uh-huh like all of these movies, you look at Spencer. I think the acting was great in Spencer. You look at Dune. I think all the performances in Dune were fabulous. Mm-hmm. You look at West Side Story, the supporting characters and most of that perform. But then you had that issue we talked about with West Side Story, which was the lead male role. Yeah. And yeah. it just didn't it didn't connect in this movie. Ruby. She there's just. There's an energy to it that I immediately was drawn to our Footloose episode talking about Kevin Bacon, where it's like you just see her and you're like, that works like almost instantaneously. There's an energy. There's a quality to that performance. And everybody else in the movie we can talk about is fabulous. But at the core center of it, that performance is so engaging. She's created such a character that. It, 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 I mean, this is a much better movie than Footloose, obviously, but that was like my connection. I was like, this is like what I felt like when somebody must have been looking at Kevin Bacon and nobody knew who Kevin Bacon mm. was. But you're like, no, no, this is somebody who can be a star. Well, but it, uh, 
there's also just something about this story where they are all yeah. so completely the characters that you forget that they're acting. That that's you, what you feel like you're just watching you're a family. Living in a di- yeah, you're yeah. living in that something. That is something right? I yeah. want to bring up when we start remaking these movies or remaking previous IP in the case of like Macbeth or West Side, uh, Story. West Side Story. And then, you know, I'll move it on to Coda after this, but like I am at the point now where I look at those older stories and I'm just, I'm just like these, these are so played out themes that like just don't interest me anymore. Like at its face value, Macbeth is a story about people doing shitty things and feeling guilty about it. At its face value, West Side Story is Romeo, Romeo and, and Juliet, Juliet, which is a bunch of bullshit. So like at the end of the day, neither of them resonate on a personal level. Yes. Like a film like this. Yes. And I think as we as we move on as a society, like, yeah, Shakespeare might have been the first one to put that kind of story, but but it's dated now. It, it's not a theme that we need to hear again. It's not, unless you're doing something more unique with the story and getting more personal with the characters, which he does not do in West Side Story at all, like, there's a little bit, but not much. And Macbeth is just literally world, almost word for word Shakespeare. It's not improvised or, or changed so like i have a hard time connecting with that not because it's olding you know it's shakespearean language but because it's just not an interesting theme anymore it's been done so many times and it's well, not I, I, it's not a per, personal it's not understanding of those characters personally it's it's well, really the just you yeah. make with it right like if you're just redoing for example like when i'm watching this movie there's nothing in the story itself and this was a lot of the critics wrote about this there's nothing in the story about this itself like the a to z beginning to end of this movie which you haven't seen before with different types of characters right like somebody's struggling some but it's just done so well like you kind of know like yeah, she's going to get into the music school at the end. Spoiler, if you haven't seen it. Like, I, I felt like there were some beats there. But the way they tell the story, I feel, is unique in who the characters are, right? Like, the background and all that. Whereas, like, okay, maybe I know at the end she's prob- it's probably going to work out for her. That's what happens in most movies. You've seen that before. But, like, look at what we've looked at so far this year. You look at a Titanic or, like you're saying, a Macbeth or a West Side Story or even a ghost where you kind of know they're going to end – you kind of know where it's going and, and you can do that, but they did it in such a successful way. I think where it doesn't fall flat. I mean, this yeah. is like, there's, there's aspects of like your typical high school movie and rebelling against family and, and where your place in the world is, but there's just something about how they do it. And I think in this case, it's the characters and the performances, which can take you out of that. Well, but I think the a plug in storyline type situation, I think you're you're always going to have familiar themes. You have to. That's my point. So, you know, what's coming, but how do you amp it up? This felt very new and different to me. Not not just for the fact that we were seeing a movie about a deaf family, you know, communicating with the rest of the world. But also just the way that they presented the character of Ruby. Um, You know, we've certainly seen stories before of kids who've been 
bullied kids from you know the wrong side of the track sort of you know um but the specific storyline like thinking through that part of our society you know whether you want to think of it as you know the um the blue collar you know the folks that have to work you know our our school system was designed around kids that needed to get home and like work on the family farm Mm. right like i feel like those stories actually haven't really been told that much you know well, like they weren't really the focal not. point of storytelling and so but, it felt like wonderful to me to focus in on you know this part of our population that has largely been ignored you know kids that aren't able to just focus all of their attention on school and college which seems to be sort of the assumption of the time of like that Every high schooler just, you know, is doing what they need to do to get to college. Her struggle is so real in this movie. The scene where they're sitting at the picnic table and Ruby says that she'll stay, you know, after the hearing when they're told they have to have. And even that scene on the boat, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of points in story where you get upset with like the you know, the antagonist sort of force, whatever that is. And, you know, in this case, we see like the Coast Guard and the in the fishing, uh, I don't know, regulators, right? But you see the real struggle of like why they they functionally do have to have somebody on that boat that can hear, right? Like yes, that is, that that well. is legitimate. They, they also balance the archetypes that you would see in these type of movies, which is what I mean, right? Like yep. the teacher who's going to be the inspiration yep. or like the kids that bully her. They they they're all, they're yes, all real they, they humans. It, they use it just enough, <laughs> right? right? They Even take, the parents. They take the story just yeah. enough. Like, you beats, know, the right? parents are great, but Jim was at the one time, you know, talking about the Marley Matlin character of mom. Like she's not, well, it's so she yeah. is a flawed mother. I did want to Absolutely. talk. About, I did want to talk yes, about that no, because I, at first I was like, they're not showing enough of why she's flawed, but they did get quite. They did kind of get around to it, but I do think that the in the first like three quarters of this movie, the mother seems pretty awful, and and not because I would I would. I would agree with that, actually. Or yeah. I don't know if awful, and but she, there was it, there was many points you sit there and you're like, seriously, lady, like, come on. Yeah, like, like it, that is not a thing that I think, like, I don't think it's it's hard to to realize that someone needs to have their needs to be their do their own thing. Like I, I don't know. I think we get locked into no, roles so easily. No, but that's not what happens here because they turn around and show that she's just scared. Okay. It's not but, about but but it took so long for them to show why her character was acting that way that it was to me it was like wow, they're really just like letting her take the brunt of this and the dad and the brother kind of be along for the ride is like comedic support. Do you think so? That's interesting. For three quarters of the movie, yeah. Huh. Until she has the conversation of like knowing that she's that the mother's scared because she can never understand mm. Ruby's gift that she doesn't know she'll be successful. She says that. She literally yeah, says I, it. I'm not questioning okay, that. Okay, so your I, face told me that you were like, no, no, no that didn't no, no, happen. No. I, 
that wasn't the conversation that I thought you were going to mention. So, so to me, there were a few conversations that sort of unlocked the mother's character. Right. I thought you were going to speak about the her the fear of them not being connected and that that might create more of an over dependence and over mm-hmm. like a that if she thinks because Ruby can hear and communicate with the outside world without her that that's going to create distance mightn't she even subconsciously like lean in more to like did you hooking. say mightn't might 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 not mike might, mike mightn't, the candy mightn't mightn't she might Are not we she me- we're like shakespearean english mightn't now. she then mightn't also she, yes sir, sir. will's firing two guns twat waffle <laughs> just like hook her in a little bit more yeah right I, yes 100 percent. i i'm literally talking about like the the first three quarters of the movie everything she says with regards to the decisions that Ruby wants to make are completely selfish with no room for discussion. So for example, so just thinking through like those beginning parts of the movie, yeah, we're seeing what, what, like what is, what is the thing that Ruby's uh, asking well, her for? Cause I feel like no, that I just feel Ruby like pushing not... back doesn't happen till no, Halfway I don't through. know. I, I agree with Jim, though, because I feel like there was this level of the way they were being portrayed, like they don't understand that they're going to show up to pick her up at school blasting music. And that might be embarrassing to her the way they're having sex when and, oh, and see, then have that I just I, I felt, don't know. I, I agree that with didn't Jim. hit I me just that felt, way. No, those things. That, that's that not what I'm talking about. What about exactly. what I whole, thought like, it was news, like when she came home footage. with a friend and asked, like, can you call? grandma for me like that that's sort of a dichotomy of like she's with her friend and ruby has to communicate to her like yeah, but that, you have a way to do that you news, don't need me it's the conversation the news interview the conversation big one yeah. the conversation about um when she joined choir which you weren't paying attention to <laughs> uh, well, i i remember that conversation you asked me okay anyway but I, w- I didn't hear the beginning statement. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I asked you what was so, the first thing that she said. Yeah. Yeah, all of those things in all of those scenes, she she diminishes any interest that Ruby has in something that so like to me that's un- an unrealistic character in that moment. Oh, I see. I because like know. she diminishes in the way so like compared to the other things we see of her okay like sure because we do hear that she's she was a model and so she had her own uh, that was something that stood out to me as that we get this story that mom had something that she loved before they became fishing family which seems to be very central to like their identity Mm. That's where I thought it was like that she'd be able to connect to Ruby. I know, but you, I don't understand what you're saying because all, all I'm saying is that she just she didn't give any chance for discussion and actually in a few scenes was emotionally manipulative about the decision specifically. And you, are you saying ex- no? No, I hear exactly what you are saying. Okay. I just don't think 
I thought that was very realistic is all I'm mm. saying is that well, it made sense to me maybe that, that was, she that would be been, that way okay. and could, that, that she could father, still change a mother daughter dynamic that was playing out that I, I just listen, I just I think the there's a lot going really on good. there I think I there's the a lot was, about like who this family is and why they act the way yeah, they do I, I, I thought her performance was great but I do agree I, I thought some of her behavior like was frustrating to the point that both Aileen and I voiced it. We're like, she seems to be ex- having more expectations for Ruby than she has for herself in this family. Absolutely. It's like, Ru- Ruby, why aren't you doing this? Ruby, why aren't you doing that? And I, at one point I turned to Aileen, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing lady? Like if you're like asking a 17 year old to do stuff and it seems like you're just standing yeah. around with expectations that are not, realistic for any 17 year old. I think she was a frustrating character. Now, I think it paid off, but I can understand being frustrated by that. Some of the choices that were made. I think that's very human. No, I I do too. I just, it was a weird thing that it all piled on her, on the mom. Like, Oh, I understand that. There was such a, a discrepancy of like what the brother and father were expecting and what the mother, like, yeah. And yeah, it was well, I to me, they, it was a little strange in the writing to do it okay. that way. I it, mean, we certainly see the brother's response and frustration show up in a different way, right? Like his is a little muddled, too. He's, but oh, all right. He's got me. his see, own I thing like going on. All right. I, 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 I thought the performance, performance is great. I thought I, it's, and it's OK for, for the character to be confused. But like, is he upset because he and it could be and or it's it could be both it could be he's upset that ruby's going to be wasting a gift he he's also upset that with ruby around he is his role is diminished oh i and see he, i thought yeah. that was all of that i thought yeah. i thought that was played well in the sense that well he get, also has the whole line where he says gertie told me how great you are yes, you can't I stay think- here so that's yeah, clearly think, part of it as well. Oh, I've agreed. I think his character is really intriguing to me, almost in a movie in itself, right? Because it's the sense of a couple of things, right? Like he has this idea for the cop, like he's not given responsibility, this idea to have this sibling who the family is so dependent on, like the feelings of inadequacy that must come from that. I mean, just the scene where he goes to the bar is 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 heartbreaking, right? Like he's trying to reach out and be part more a part of that community. And he's looking at all these people talk and the sound design, like you said at the beginning, Jim, which is so brilliant, right? It closes it off and the frustration that leads him to get it. Like I just love well, the cinematography of that, that was actually really good as well because yeah. they in that moment they really do start to like show up close like maybe the the pieces of each individual that he's trying to focus on like he's looking at their lips he's looking at their hands he's he's trying to gather any information about what is being said and what's happening around him so that he can process it and it's it's not work clearly not working i thought that was one of uh, again that was uncomfortable what's new and different right Yeah, yeah Uh, like this movie does an outstanding job of helping you to step inside somebody else's shoes. When you're at the concert and it drops into oh, yeah, the fall concert uh, and, and you, you get to experience what it's like well, to be mom and dad and in that moment. How brilliant that's is that incredible the storytelling approach, right? So 
the whole movie, it's her and Mitch. I think is that what is Miles? Okay, Miles. Sorry, Miles. By the way, as as an aside here, you want to talk about showcasing kind of a high school awkward relationship. Yeah. Yep. Fabulous job in this movie yep. versus having the go to go back to West Side Story or some of the other high school movies. That felt like a real high school awkward relationship between two people. I problem, and they they gave you just enough of it. Yeah, like they didn't turn it into notebook or they like, didn't make oh, it super the, sappy. They, no, just yeah, no, they did. They, young love. But, but so the whole movie, you're getting this buildup of them working this duet to the point where both Aileen and I are sitting here watching it. And I'm like, I want to hear this now. They've teased pieces of it through the whole time. And then for them to cut the sound off and show it through the idea, the eyes of the parents to see the emotion that that performance is invoking in them was simply brilliant. I think it's one of the more memorable, like film little sequences that I'll see because it was so unique and different, but it was also like, man, I wanted to hear her sing. Yeah. And then you get that scene and then they use her singing with that scene with her father in the back of the pickup truck. So you do get to hear her perform. And I just thought that was so, so well done and so special. I think that it is the shining star of this movie, the ability to help the viewer feel and experience someone else's story yeah um, and not and, cheaply right and it's i will like i will just push gimmick. back a little on you know the complexity of the emotions because i think in storytelling sometimes we want things to be very linear mm. and i think there is a piece of us sometimes that resists the the superhuman not superhuman the very human muddle of emotions that happen when somebody is really frustrated or really angry that it becomes everything in the kitchen sink, right? Where it's like there, you are no, you no longer make sense. You're no longer thinking things through clearly. It's all of the good and the bad all mixed Mm -hmm. together coming out at the same time. And that's how I felt with the brother's reaction. Yes in yes. that moment that's what made like, him feel more it, real that's right like it, it is all of the things what i'm saying about the, all of those what things. i'm saying about the mom is like those were quiet conversations mm-hmm. where they shouldn't have been emotional it should have been and she's the mother it should have been a mother listening to what mm-hmm. her daughter's saying and it didn't seem like she was asking for a lot but isn't that just what we want her to do no it's <laughs> Again, the problem isn't what she's doing. It's the fact that they don't, for three quarters of the movie, she does all of that and you don't, they do nothing with the character of the mom to show you why she's acting that way. The brother, it's very clear why he's acting that way. With the mother, you get a, you get a, also a kind of weird conversation with the dad when they're just like sitting on the bed talking. It didn't, if, I don't know. When I think about the mother, I that's the character that is kind of given short. Sh- You're right. I mean, dad is the change maker in this film. Yes. Like, he, I mean, I, he's, he's he the is. Oscar he's, he's the one who is, gets it. Yeah. I mean, he's the one that pushes back on her and sa- and says she was never a baby. Like, yeah. like I mean, yeah. he's the one that calls her out on it. Yeah. And says, no, you're going to the audition. Like, it, it is. It's dad. Right. But... It, Yes, you don't really get that moment with the mom where it's like, oh, I, 
It's not like I get it. It's it, she she doesn't need an I get it moment. She needs a she needs like the I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Moment. Yeah, you're right. Again, it's the That's same fair. thing. It's the same even thing. Even just at the end. Yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah, it's the same had, thing yeah. as this Christmas. If like, they had just given yeah. her. Oh my yeah. God, this Christmas. <laughs> Is that your pairing? No, but <laughs> think about pairing? that. <laughs> 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 Somebody's going to get hit with David the David Brown's going to be so happy. Yeah. Gonna Double so feature. Music is the devil's business. Get it in here. I do love the ways in which. Just the little ways that they hint on what a life for a teen living like this is. And it's like uh, three it, at times it's overt, but yep. it's like the waking up, yeah. but then like going to school and the fish closing. Even, yeah, even at the beginning, right? Where like you don't yeah. get that yet. Where she, like yeah. she's out on the boat. And then, then she's going she leaves and then she's going. Like yeah. So then but you then start when, thinking like, about time. Yeah. <laughs> but then like when yeah. Miles says to her this amazing line where you think about it and it puts you in. He's like, I remember seeing you as a kid in town yeah. at a restaurant and you were like seven or eight years old and you were ordering everything to the waiter and ordering beers. And I thought you were so bad. But yep. then you just think about yeah. what that would be be and just those layers to the frustration yep. of that character it create it, they just build such a complex character and she shows it i think visual like the way she plays it sometimes even without words which is why i think the performance is great like it, the way she can show the frustration and by the way to perform as a non-deaf person signing and doing all of that is I mean, it was so the way she blended and went, would go back and forth, like when she's frustrated at one point and she's singing and she just starts signing with the te- like it felt so natural that you would have assumed this is something that she had grown up with her whole life. Mm-hmm. So to do that, I think, is a, a, we talk a lot of times about actors taking on roles and immersing themselves in the things it's she obviously immersed herself in was just, I think, one of the best performers. She's not nominated, and that kind of bothers me. I am I very bothered by that. Because I'm sorry, so freaking Nicole Kidman as Lucille Ball. Like, I, no, you don't need, no. Yeah. Put, like this, put her this on this great, list. A, this is a great performance. It's an this amazing like performance. performance. Where I want to see her in many more things, yep. because I think she can deliver in amazing I ways. I totally agree. Uh, I have a major issue with this film major major issue with this film not enough yacht rock uh, well they could add some more major, major issue major major issue uh that issue is i don't believe they should have been jumping off clips i think they should have been um doing some ass sliding. Rad style ass sliding <laughs> <laughs> if they had it's the upgrade that in, to the ass slide if, if oh my god that, the, in, that would have been the amazing. Uh, worst wedgie you've ever had and your eyelids flipped inside out flipping oh! inside out she says oh, that oh, oh i felt it yeah i, I felt, felt it. it i i have felt that <laughs> i hate it yeah um oh. but that i think would have taken this movie from like an a to an a plus if they had some ass sliding in this Absolutely amazing. Yes. Uh, Berkeley School of Music. Oh, yeah. We should add for people in the air. This this is an amazing school. It is a real school. Jim is actually on One of campus. my students is a graduate. I don't I have been on, on campus. campus. Mm-hmm. You've been on campus there. Actually, it was right next fiddler, to the Manchester fiddler, United Park. Who's a Berkeley yeah. grad. I did some uh, work with them and the work, uh, some yeah. of the work I did, you can be seen in the, in the movie. movie. In the film. The That's thing the that closest you made is in the movie. Yeah. movie. They showed the screen. Yeah. That was fabulous. Amazing. It was so exciting when that happened. I was so excited. Uh, my godfather, um, 
my uncle's brother actually taught at Berkeley. Mm. Yeah, what was his he subject? Uh, uh, he's a piano player, very talented. You could say uh, pianist. Pianist, mm-hmm. uh, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, just to give you, I, he actually asked me to edit his book he was writing. And oh. that's at the point I, I questioned, he must be an unbelievably talented musician, but have no concept of what would make a talented book editor. Yeah, I'm like, that's very you want cool. me to edit your book on pianos that Berkeley students are going to yeah. read? This I I, not, I'm not qualified for that job. Will probably <laughs> not work very well. Um, th- we've had this discussion well, we've had this discussion on Pop Battle before, and Jim Keen and Tim and I have this discussion a lot. And then you get the stuffy 1970s directors who are still around uh, who complain about streaming and what it's doing to cinema, like Martin Scorsese and things like this. This film, to me, is a fabulous example, though, of the benefit of streaming services and what it can do for movies. Because this is a movie that probably would have been shown in a few theaters, right? It would have been shown in, like, art house theaters and things like that, but people's ability to be exposed to it or this type of story would have been extremely limited and going on a streaming service makes it much more accessible to people. So I do think, and to get greenlit, I think, you know, for future films, right? You say, well, what's the story going to be about? And if you're like, well, we have to put it in a theater. Well, how many people are going to go see this? Yeah. Well, but that said, could- I would love to go see this in a theater. Oh, of course. The, I mean, the landscapes in this movie. Oh, my gosh. What do you think? The, I, in all honesty, if this is just a film that's released, how many people are going to the theater to see this film? Not yeah, many. So, so we should say that Apple didn't produce this, right? I was, no, they buy, which is yeah. what almost all these places so do we now. Should, just, we should say that, though. though that. Like, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't like a whole... Like, it showed in theaters for festivals. Yes, and I didn't know that this is a retelling of a a French French film. film. But do you know what they did, though? They actually hired real death actors. That was the big controversy in France when this was a French film that half the cast were pretending to be deaf and not real. And then this they made the change when they did the English version of this. Mm. Mm. But I love it. I also love the music in this, Mm -hmm. honestly, more than West Side Story. Yeah, great. I liked great her movies. singing. Great music. Yeah. I Excellent. thought her singing was fabulous yeah, in this it's movie. All, it's all it, really they, great. Yeah, they. Yeah, it, I, the, the the other thing that's that. It's, I loved the teacher. We didn't talk about him very much. Oh, he's one of the great. Also seen I, in the Dora live action movie. Yes, oh, he's a bad guy. One of the issues I would have great. with with teachers in movies is they often either make them be horrible individuals or like superhuman people, yep. right? Like that's the, like John Jews movies, like the educators are always awful people, right? right? A lot of dollar, them yeah. And, and then, <laughs> but th- this performance, he's just real. Yeah. He's just a real so person. Fabulous. And his wife is Nina from 24. I know. Yes. When oh we my God. Her, we need to say I this. I saw her in the audience and I made Jim stop and rewind. And I was like, and I was like, I was like, it's the lady from 24. Like, no, it's not. She's not sitting. I was Nina like, why Myers would she be in there? Why would she in be an extra movie. in this movie? And then the Nina next Myers scene, she, yeah, yeah. So I good. was all over it, Brian. I, you know, what's Fabulous. funny is like halfway through the movie, I was looking at the Oscar noms to see if he was nominated for best supporting. And I saw that the, the father was, and I was like, Oh, that's weird. Cause 
And then from that point in the movie on, he's basically not in it very much anymore. Mm. And the dad is takes in a lot. Yes. Agreed. Anyway, I was, it made sense by the time I was done the movie, but halfway through, I really thought that guy was just doing an incredible job. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I thought the acting in this film was phenomenal. Yeah. When he shows up, when she goes to her Berkeley audition and he shows up to accompany her, it's just, I mean, how does that, I, I don't know. That's just like, there's not fake emotion there. That like yeah. gets at you, right? Because of the relationship. It's not one of those things like, oh, he's going to show in and it's trying to exploit you. Or one of the points I forgot to talk about with West Side Story is I felt like West Side Story was Steven Spielberg being J.J. Abrams, where J.J. Abrams, as we've talked about it before, yeah. creates like, like emotional manipulation to make you feel a certain way. And I don't think that was done in this i think it was genuine you like look yeah. at it and you could see a person doing this like the love he had for her and to be there for her in that situation and then for her to do that performance of the Joni mitchell song which we love because it's from uh also used in love actually of <laughs> mm, course so good but to do that and sign it and i was like I was hoping she was going to sign the song in the fall concert. Yeah. I was like, oh, wouldn't it be amazing if she signed it and she didn't do it? And I was like, oh, no, maybe I'm just being hokey and that would be stupid. But then she does it in the Berkeley audition. And it's just unbelievable that she signs that whole song. And the, stays in the character messaging and in that moment is just so perfect because it's like. Without them in the room, she doesn't. She doesn't get that scholarship, right, right? Right. The thing that makes her who she is, the thing that gives her something to say, right, is her family, right? Yeah, and I just love where he like messes up the piano on purpose. Oh, sorry, because <laughs> he knew knew mm -hmm. the beginning of it was class of eighty nine. Class of eighty nine. You know, I, I was... love that when he comes in, he, he drops his name and says class of eighty nine. Like like they have any idea who he is. I know. I love it. I was thinking about how this is such a specific story that most folks can't relate to the the individual, but that the larger idea yeah. of kids who grow up fast because they have to, right? It made me think of, you know, my students who I've taught who have been the 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 translators for their families, you know, who were Spanish speakers and the kids from, you know, from the time they're three are rolling into parent parent teacher conferences with the big sister or brother and translating, you know, both ways of the conversation. Like those kids, they can move mountains. <laughs> they just develop a whole other set. Of, they're just, they're different kinds of humans. They have to, I don't know. It, it, it just made me think about like, there is a whole population of children that for whatever reason, they have shouldered so much from the time that they're little that they're eons beyond, you know, what we'd consider your average. Well, anybody, right? I right. mean, like that set up beyond yeah. anybody. This film is also full of really horny people. I love the I love that the parents the can't parents, keep their hands off each other. Uh, her, that her they gave friends. each other jock itch. It's great. <laughs> her, 
That's oh my god, that was so funny. Office Jock was awesome. Is, Jock itch is no joke. I'm by the sorry. Way. This, Contact the dermatitis is, is painful. The dad's language is joy. Yeah, is straight joy. And his and, love of profanity and uh, marijuana is just the phenomenal. humor is, is the great. use of humor in this film is great Perfect. the parents are great like yep. and ruby telling them that they can never have sex again mm-hmm. oh ah. my god so oh it's so good, good. it's so good to see this said. movie yeah well, commenters can, uh, uh, see commenters, this movie you can come i will give you a tour of gloucester there you, you go come go to gloucester and i will give you, you can meet brian once. went to some breweries That's had right. some delicious fish it was fabulous oh excellent I want to go. I want to get. I want to get fresh catch. I want to go there. I want to get my fresh seafood. You want to get right on. You want to get right there. I want to get it right off the water. Catch, I'm in. Uh, I'm all in. Uh, seafood restaurant in the town next to me up here. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's called Fresh Catch. That's perfect. Uh, this is a movie again. Apple Plus TV. Apple, Apple TV, TV Plus, Plus. Whatever the hell it's called. Uh, you may have it. Everybody in America. Go on your little widget. Go to your uh, widget. Listen, you know you have it. You'll you figure watch. it out. Ted Lasso. Yes, the you thing do. You have to watch Ted Lasso and you can go to Coda. That's right. And I don't know. This is pretty tough because I love Tick, Tick, Boom, too. So I'm looking at like the movies from 2021. I love Tick, Tick, Boom. I thought this was great. Now, Tick, Tick, Boom's not up for best picture, but I yeah, think shocking. this has to be this has to be my I, uh, the one I hope wins. Yeah. I mean, right we now, still have a lot on, on that seeing. list that we haven't I'm seen. Not, I, I've seen a bunch of it and I'm not saying it's again, I'm not saying technically filmmaker, but just this is a movie that you uh, you want to do well. Yeah, I, I almost want it to be. There's almost a, a little too much language and some stuff, but it was like a movie. I was like, they removed just a little bit of it. I would have showed Claire. Like, I, yeah, same. Yeah. You know I mean, it's just, same. Like, just a yep. slightly too it's like, much well, stuff. In a lot of the that's... cursing is in subtitles, so they wouldn't keep up with it. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, otherwise, I'm like, how can you not? I totally love agree. No, I was thinking the same, even just like for my students. Yeah, I'm like, I just it, want everyone do, to watch it. Yeah. You do feel good. Like it is a. Yeah. F- it is a feel good. It is not a, a like sobby, sad thing. No, and but it and it again, it's like. It's the reality of family. It's the yeah. struggle and the yeah. joy all together. Right. Yeah. Fabulous. All right. Watch Go see it. this movie. It's there. See this movie. You can watch it. See it. Uh, time for King of the Hill, Bottom of the Barrel. Certainly not worse than Father of the Bride. The no, question, certainly not. Is it better than the tragedy of Macbeth? I'm going to put this first. above Macbeth. Oh, I'm so I sorry. I was like, I, I was too. ready. Me too. Right. No, I'm that's sorry. <laughs> we, that's all that matters. We agree. So that's a Jim's vote's irrelevant. I was going to say, yes. we're all just in. Like, just it's like unanimous. It's on the mother character, according to Katie. So, yeah. Yeah. so that's irrelevant as well. Yep. Uh, Jim, where would you place it? Would you take Tragedy Macbeth yeah, over yeah. this? No, no, no. This this one. Yeah. Oh, clean. so it's a clean sweep. Yeah. King of the, the heart wins. The heart wins yes. every time. Mm-hmm. Heart wins every time. All right. It is time for double feature. What film are we pairing with Coda. I actually was concerned. The commenters have been doing an amazing job on Facebook. Yes. With creating amazing. Do- I was worried that maybe, again, this is not a film that is is known as some of the other ones that we have done, but we got some great ones. Uh, Scott recommended Mr. Holland's Opus, uh-huh, uh-huh. which is like a reverse of this reverse of it, but really interesting. Like uh-huh. I thought a great choice. And then Kristen said Sound of Metal. Mm. Which, which was, was nominated last year, right? Last for best year, picture. which was yep, best picture last year. Um, Jim, what is your double feature? My double feature is a totally different direction. Is a Quiet Place. 
which is another movie where there is a, a deaf character. Um, but it's also a little bit of a horror thrill thriller and uses sound design as, as a key element of storytelling. Mm-hmm. Love it. I like it. Yeah. Fabulous choice. And, Katie. Uh, yeah. What's his name? Directed it. John, John. Krasinski. Krasinski. Yes. And he did an amazing job. Is it? And Emily, Emily, Emily is in it, in it right? Emily yep. okay. Yeah. She's in it as well. Uh, I confuse it with bird box and Sandra Bullock, but I understand mm-hmm. the difference now that I'm thinking yes. through. Um, I am putting this with another, uh, unlikely success story movie and suggesting Aquila and the bee with, I think it's, it's Smollett, isn't it? And, uh, Lawrence Fishburne. This is an old one. This is a throwback. We need to look no, up some I casts. Think, I do think Lawrence Fishburne was in that. Uh, yeah. I think you're right. It's not Smollett. It's who's the, who's the lead? Wow. Palmer. Man, she is all grown up. Kiki Palmer. All grown oh, up. Okay. Yep. All right. Akil and the B. Uh, my choice is one of our favorite actresses, Florence Pugh, in Fighting with My Family. I want to see film, that. Yeah. Which is a fabulous film of a true life kind of biopic about a wrestling family, professional wrestling family in England. And Florence Pugh's character is brought to the WWE in Florida and given a chance. And it deals with a lot of the dynamics of like the guilt over, you know, your family business and what you can be and all those types of things. So I think that's on Amazon Prime. So if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. Um, it was actually directed by who's with uh, from the office with Ricky Gervais, who wrote the oh, really yeah, Stephen Merchant. Stephen Merchant uh, and The Rock's in it because The Rock produced it. And it, it's it's really, really good. He plays himself, doesn't he? Yeah, he plays himself because yeah. he was actually involved with this character. We watched a real this person trailer. The- it looked very interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's really mm-hmm. good. And her performance in it, it is, is mm-hmm. great as well. So okay. fighting with my family. All right. Time for five questions. You want answers? You want answers? I want the truth. What makes a man, Mr. Lebowski? What the fuck is the internet? Watch. Why? All right, time for five questions this week with Katie. Here we go. Question one, thumbs up or thumbs down? I know I have a strong point of view on this. Are you thumbs up or thumbs down on the idea of going fishing? You personally going out and fishing? I think um, the word idea is the important word in that question. I am thumbs up on the idea of fishing. I like it in theory. I eat a lot of fish and I do believe that like if you're going to consume the animal, you should also be willing to like catch and kill the animal. Um, okay. Now, am I like signing up for fishing trips? Do no. you do that often, by the way? Do you go out and kill? Well, the like when, you, you know, we've we've done the chicken thing. We've done the chicken thing. What is which, the chicken thing? Like we've like been a dance. part it's of a the killing of the chicken, the, chicken the killing oh, and the, the eating chicken? of the chicken. We actually did kill and eat that chickens is a thing. in Mexico. All right, and I know, have I do not fished in my lifetime. I have, I have, okay. and I have great memories of going fishing with my uncle. Though I do also remember I was young and I had a Snoopy fishing pole, which he gave me for my birthday, Uncle Brian. Oh, nice. And I also remember during that fishing trip, him telling me a story of watching a young boy drown in his waders. Uh, fishing in the ocean jesus that, that and is, so that stuck with me i was like okay yeah, i don't know if i want to do this again because that's terrifying experience. um yeah 
Oh. Yeah, it was rough. It's a That's rough heavy. story. That's a rough that, that story. Took a turn. Yep, it I did. It did. I remember take. thinking that when I was like eight years real, old. Took a, took a real turn. <laughs> Snoopy fishing rod. Not, things took not, a turn. Not in a direction I wanted it to take a turn. <laughs> Let's move right on here. Uh, here's a question for you. Uh, better accent: a Boston accent or a Philly accent? Uh, I don't know if I'm going to upset the local fans on this, but Boston has a better accent. It yeah, it's much weird. Much more interesting and memorable. Vanilla nut taps. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> like just Goodwill Hunting alone. It's great. Like, yeah. I, oh, I just yeah. I enjoy hunting, yes. a Boston accent. I felt like this was a little not as over the top. No, this one was not. Yeah. No. This is just it. It was yeah, a little a get. little twinge of the dialect. It's great. A little bit. A little yeah. bit there. Yeah. Uh, all right. Fill in the blank question. If you and Jim were going to sing a duet. At the fall concert, your song would be. <laughs> Sorry, I was go- going to joke and say Mockingbird, and then when I started thinking about it, Mock- Mocking Bird. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, yeah. Do no. um, I'm gonna go with Bruce Springsteen. I'm on fire. Mm. Not a duet, but it's we'll not a duet. Yeah, no. we'll figure. But that we'll out. work it out. We're just gonna some, sing it together. Not some islands in the stream. No, Park I'd say the Rogers. only song we have actually sung together no happened Valley a few months low. ago. We sang uh, "Kathleen" by Josh Ritter. No, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it was also lovely. Not a duet, though, right? No, not a duet. No, no, we don't. We don't. We just sing together. Ain't no river wide. Ain't no valley low. Yeah, I think I flipped it. Sorry. All right, keep going. Okay. Uh, okay, favorite question. Katie, what's your favorite fish dish? So if I'm going to pick a fish dish, any kind, I'm going for sushi. I prefer the uh, the raw fish to the cooked okay. fish. But if we're thinking like the more anticipated, you know, if I'm going to a restaurant and ordering a fish dish, then I love like a, I love like a whole fish experience. It's just, it's fun. You On know? a bone? On the bone? With the head and the eyes. A bronzino? Give me a bronzino. What was the 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 fish experience in Nashville was phenomenal. It was a a fresh trout, wasn't it? It had like a great story. If you're in Nashville, there's a restaurant in Germantown area called City House. And they yeah. sit at, go house sit up at the bar. H O U S E or H mm-hmm. H O U S A. Sit at the bar, talk to the chef, yeah. get the fish, get, fish. get the carrot fish. cake. Eyes if they have the carrot oh, cake, get, get it. Get that freaking carrot cake. Right. Yes. Love it. Uh, finally, deep thoughts question. If you had to start a family business with your family, by your family, I mean Eva, Lily, Jim. Not yeah. extended family, just mm-hmm. the four of you starting a business. Yeah. What would it be? I think we'd have a coffee shop. I think that's what we would do. Don't you kind of mm-hmm. have a coffee shop already? Well, I don't know. I mean, that feels mm-hmm. like the I natural, so. like we're, we could, we actually have some of those skills. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everything else would just be like making it up. <laughs> that's how you do it. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, but like Jim is actually learning how to roast coffee and we are both trained as baristas and the kids are getting pretty good at bussing dishes. So I feel like <laughs> and we could go. do like some open mic Lily's, experiences. Lily could Lily would learn decorate. to be good with money too. She's... Lily loves money. Mm, I think we Eva... could, I think if we're being realistic, we could handle a coffee shop. Yeah. Some basic All right. food. Fair. All right. Yeah, I think we could do it. Love it. 
Okay, that works fabulous. And that is five <laughs> questions. Uh, anybody have recommendations for this week? We sure do. We've started watching Kristen Bell's show. Oh, yes. And it's all I can think oh, about right now, whether we can like fit the, in an episode tonight. We can. The Netflix one? The woman in the window. No. The, the woman, woman in, across, like, across the, the street books, right? from the girl <laughs> in the window. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's How is so it? good. It's, I, I, like, it's a mind bender. You finish every episode and you must start the next one. Thank God there's only eight. Because yeah. I, like, I... It's all I yeah, think Aileen about. Aileen and I have to watch that. You got to watch it. Oh, Brian. Well, really so good. you you had mentioned a few times that Aileen watched Coda. Was she on board with you? She liked oh, it. Oh, yeah. She loved it. Yeah. She started out by saying, because she doesn't like watching movies during the week. And well, she's yeah, like, well, she's a I'll, sit here for a few, I'll sit here for a few minutes and like listen to it. And then we watched the half of it one night, half the other. And she loved it. So she was all in. on. Oh, it. this is Gloucester. Gloucester. <laughs> We've been there. We've been there before. Some great beer there. Um, Beautiful my place. recommendations, regular movies, Dial M for Murder, I watched this week. And the original Law and Order Yay. is back, and I love every second of it. Sam Watterson. I love it. I love it. Uh, my criterion choices, I took advantage of the criterion uh, twice a year. They do a half-price sale, oh. and I got three... Amazing I feel choices. like, Bri, we've got to do Tree of Life. like, Because you've talked I, about this movie and uh, this filmmaker so this, many times. I now. will not have Jim watch this movie. Oh, you don't think he's going to like it? I don't think he'll like it at all because oh, it doesn't all right. actually have characters in it. No, so that's fair. That's really, fair. Just, I, know I Jim, want you to protect his, the things you love. His, it's important. His style. I just don't think Terrence Malick and Jim are the best combination okay that's fair uh but tree of life which i love uh <laughs> defending your life which is a movie from when we were kids with albert uh brooks and meryl streep which is i remember so seeing parts of that when i was a kid so good okay it's so good we just listened to judd apatow i actually just listened okay. to him on back-to-back podcasts two different hosts uh, Brett, Brett Goldstein, one of them, Mike Birbiglia, the other, yeah. and he talks about some of the same movies on them that I've never seen. So, for your consideration for future episodes, Diner. Yep. Good one. And Barry Terms Sonnenfeld. of Endearment. I've never oh, seen either. James Brooks. Yeah. Both good ones. He's he. Uh, those uh, are yeah, at the top of the Judd Apatow list. Yeah, so both fabulous movies. Yep. And and then the last one. Cohen Brothers, Miller's Crossing. It's a Never great seen one. that one either. Oh, it's good. Uh, Gabriel Byrne. Does that do that? Yep. Gabriel Byrne. Add it to the list. It's a good such movie. A good one. Such that's a good like one. that's like the most accessible Cohen Brothers movie because it's like yes, a straight up mob it drama. Is. It, yeah, no, I it really see it. is probably the most mainstream. Uh, that I think it's very close to. Um, why am I drawing a blank? A No Country for Old Men in some respects. Uh, it's a yeah. more traditional. Okay. Yeah. There's quirkiness, but it's more traditional. All right, that's it. Make sure you see Coda. Go see Coda. Yes. So you can support cheer this on. movie. Support Coda. And yes. watch Ted Lasso. You yes. can watch Ted Lasso and then watch Coda. It'll yes. be fabulous. All right, bye, everybody. Bye. bye. 